This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Welcome. Here we go. It is a Wednesday. That means it's Okuma Wednesday. We always talk about Akuma products on Wednesday, and today is no different. So thank you all for joining us. Those of you on Spotify and Apple and Megaphone, I cannot thank you enough. Everybody on every social media platform, TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Megaphone, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, we are going bananas. I cannot believe the amount of views, the amount of downloads, the amount of love that we're feeling from all of you. And every day, I cannot thank you enough. I cannot give back the love that I'm feeling. It's just impossible. The amount of views we get, the amount of downloads we get is, to me, it's astronomically phenomenal. And I just want to thank each and every one of you because if it wasn't for you, none of this would be possible. Don't forget on uh, Facebook to leave the stars. The stars are super important. Make sure you leave stars. It helps me feed Marley, my monkey you see up there above my head. It helps me feed the cat. It helps me take care of my beautiful wife, Kelly Girl. And it just helps every aspect of everything. And those of you on TikTok, make sure you hit that uh, gifts button and leave us some gifts over there on TikTok, I just cannot believe the amount of love we see every single day. So thank you all very much. Yeah, Benny Marley, he's doing really good. He's having a really good day today. He had a bunch of mango, so he's probably going to be running around here pretty good today. So keep an eye out for Marley. That's my monkey. That's my marmoset monkey. That's my rescue monkey that we got when we moved down here to Mexico. A family had him, and they weren't taking very good care of him. So Kelly Girl and I adopted him, just like our two cats that we have, our rescue cats. And then, oh, Jack, I'm so glad you had fun with Sonny. He felt really, really bad about not connecting you with the white sea bass, and I had to explain to Sonny how important it is for everybody to get a chance to learn. And uh, what he's trying to get wrapped around his head is he's out there to teach you. He's not out there to catch your fish. He's out there to teach you. And he said, you told him you had never caught squid before and you learned a lot. So Sonny, I hope you're watching. Jack was very happy with what you showed him and what he learned. And that's how it is with the guide service gang. When we come with you on your boat and teach you how to fish on your boat, it's all about learning. If you want to just go and catch fish, we do that better than almost anybody on the planet. But the problem is you don't get to learn anything. So if you just want to go catch fish, what I always say is it would be better if you just chartered a boat 
and went and caught fish. But Jack, you took advantage of the guide and he went with you on your boat and taught you how to fish on your boat. Absolutely phenomenal. Absolutely phenomenal. Yep. Absolutely phenomenal that you guys had such a great day and you learned how to catch squid and then you learned how to read conditions and you learned all those spots out there. So that was phenomenal. But gang, we got a bunch of people on here now. It looks like we got about 100 people watching this live. So we're going to go into some business real quick. We're going to talk about what's coming up here. On August 3rd, Kelly Girl and I will be at the uh, Anthony Shea Lifetime Conservation Award that's going to be given to Mr. Bill Shedd. We're, they're going to be, Anthony's going to be coming up to hand bill this award. This is a very prestigious award. My father won it a couple of years ago, so it's near and dear to my heart. So the, the guys over at Akuma called me up and invited me to come up. So Kelly Girl and I have a table at this dinner. It's going to be at the SeaWorld property and it's going to be after hours. I am a geek for SeaWorld. I'm sorry. I think it's one of the coolest places they ever made and it was all done to help research and development of all these marine mammals that swim around the ocean and also to learn a lot about fish. And the Hubs Institute is where the reception party is going to start at. And then we're going to take the whole show over to SeaWorld and have a beautiful dinner. And then they're going to give Anthony, or excuse me, Anthony is going to give Bill Shedd the award. If you haven't been over on my website, gang, and seen the Bill Shedd interview, it's pretty incredible. When you get to find out what his father, Milton Shedd, did to build SeaWorld and how it all came together. And Bill Shedd's father is absolutely the man who created SeaWorld. There was no SeaWorld. There was a place in uh, Palos Verdes called Marine Land. But other than that, there was no SeaWorld. SeaWorld across the United States was all created by Milton Shedd, Bill Shedd's father, you can see that whole interview over on our website at yoursaltwaterguide.com. But the big thing is we are going to be up there on August 3rd for this dinner and reception celebration of Bill Shedd's life. And I would love for, we got a couple of seats left at my table, but there's plenty of seats left. If you don't want to sit with my beautiful wife, Kelly Girl, and myself, I understand that. There are plenty of seats available to set with some of the other icons of the industry. Todd Manzer is going to be there. Mark Mills is going to be there. All the guys from Akuma are going to be there. Davies World. A lot of the people from Akuma that you see all the time. And then there's going to be other people from other aspects of the industry. And all the guys that work at AFCO, which Bill Shedd created. They're all going to be there. So if you want to join us, I just put the QR code up on the video. You can grab that QR code with your phone. That's going to allow you to get in there and purchase the tickets to set at Kelly Girl and I's table. Also, while you're on that website, you'll be able to purchase tickets for anybody's table. You don't have to set at mine. But I know most of you want to set with Kelly Girl, and unfortunately, I'll be setting next to her. But you want to be a part of this. It's going to be incredible. And where does all the money go to? Every penny of the money goes to CCA. Remember, we had Wayne. Coda on here a month and a half ago, and we talked about how important it is to fight all these closures that are going on right now. Everywhere we turn around in the state of California, they're trying to close something else so we can't fish, we can't hike, we can't go fly fishing, we can't go lake fishing, we can't do anything outside that'll give you a suntan. That's why 
They don't like me going to these meetings. They don't like me being involved in these things because the first thing that everyone in the audience sees is Dave Hansen with the suntan. And they're like, oh, that's the enemy. That's the guy. He's a bad human. He's got a suntan. We've got to stop that. How can we figure out how to tax Dave on his suntan? We do not need people with suntans being involved in the opening of fishing in California. <laughs> Just being, I'm trying to be funny. I'm trying to put humor in it because it makes me so sad when we think about all these closures. So understand that all the money that's going to be raised at this dinner, and there'll be a silent auction, there'll be all kinds of ways for you to get involved with CCA. But all this matters because every time we turn around, they want to close more. And unfortunately for us to have a voice at the table and for us to actually slow down these closures, it takes that thing that none of us like to talk about, but it takes money. And so this dinner was organized by Anthony Shea and by Bill Shedd and by the CCA organization a few years ago to help bring money into the CCA program, which will allow us to have a voice at the table as they start to close more and more of the California land and sea because they're coming after those of you that like to fish freshwater too they're coming after the freshwater fishermen just as hard as they're coming after the saltwater fishermen and then those of you on the east coast in texas that are watching right now and i know i have a big audience back there they're believe me whatever like mark mills said the other day whatever happens in california the other states follow right along so all the other states are watching us so understand this cca.org, and I'm going to put that up right now. This is how you get involved. Go to that QR code for CCA. Go in there. If you can't join us for the dinner, just understand we need donation. We need money to fight these people that are wanting to close everything. And those of you on TikTok that aren't seeing, and that aren't seeing the QR code, understand you can go to cca.org, and it is... Super important to be a part of this and understand that it's the Coastal Conservation Association of California, CCA Cal, and uh, you go to cca.org and you can be a part of this and you can give a donation and every single penny helps to try to help keep the ocean and the lakes and the streams open because man, it's so sad to think that my children, and they're they're old, they're 30 and 29, they, they can only kind of tell their kids a little bit about what it was like fishing in Laguna. We don't get to fish in Laguna anymore. This is one of those closures that just, they slam the door on it. We'll never get to fish there. One of the most beautiful places on the planet Earth. And we don't get to go fish there anymore. It's sad. There's no reason for that. And... Uh, I'm just letting you all know that we need everybody's help. We need everybody. Everybody needs to be a part of this. This is our only voice at the table. And let's, I'm talking to everybody. Those of you that don't like to go outside, that's okay. I'm talking to you too. Because you may have someone in your family that actually likes to go outside and likes to go fishing and likes to go up in the mountains, up in the Sierras and go fish in the lakes and the streams. Or maybe you're mothers, grandpas, uncles, aunts, grandchildren want to go fish. It, it's going to affect all of us. And listen, just because we go outside and enjoy the sport of fishing, that doesn't make us the enemy. We're not the enemy because we go outside and fish. 
It's actually really good for everything, for the environment, for the economy, for everything, for, for the fish. The fish super enjoy being caught. It's like a ride at Disneyland and they get to get reeled in and they get to see all your new Akuma, all your new Akuma tackle and then you take the hook out of them, you let them go and they go back and they tell all their fish buddies, hey man, that was fun, this was cool. Listen, you're gonna take away their advantage to having fun getting caught. They really enjoy being caught. It's one of the fish's favorite thing to do besides eating and making more fish. They love to get caught. They love to be brought in. If you've ever seen a fish, when he comes up on the boat, he's shaking around so much because he's so excited because he got to get caught. And we don't want to take that away from the fish. So do yourself and do me a favor and do your grandkids a favor and your sisters, cousins, aunts, uncle a favor and get involved with CCA, gang. All right. So the QR code's up there. Those of you who are on TikTok watching. I'm sorry, I get excited about this because I love to fish and I love to do what I get to do on a daily basis, teach people how to fish. So one more time, we're going to put the QR code up for the dinner. You want to join us. It's going to be a phenomenal amount of fun at this dinner to celebrate Bill Shedd and his father, Milton, the creator of SeaWorld. And Bill Shedd is the owner of AFCO. He created AFCO. It was a dream. He created it. A lot of you use his products on a daily basis. You don't even know it. Bill's going to be at the dinner. Anthony Shea's going to give him the award and a whole bunch of the industry is going to be there. It's going to be a way for you to get to the inside, see what's going on. Wayne will be there. You can talk to Wayne. Chris will be there. You can talk to Chris. Kelly will be there. You can talk to Kelly. And you know I'll be there talking and you won't be able to miss me talking. So check it out, be a part of that, and let's get going on the show here, gang. So today we're talking about something that is unbelievable, and I had this conversation with like five or six different people the last few days, so we're going to talk about this today, the California sea lion and the most unmanaged animal on the planet Earth. And I'm sorry, I'm going to get super excited talking about this animal but you know what the state of California did this year? They shut down salmon fishing for everyone. This had the potential to be the very best salmon fishing we've seen in a very, very long time. Why? Because we had a phenomenal amount of rain, which we haven't had in a very, very long time. And what drives these salmon to get up into these streams and rivers is fresh water, which is flowing into the ocean in numbers that we haven't seen in a very, very long time. This had potential to be the best salmon fishing year in the state of California, but the powers to be decided that we're not allowed to catch salmon. Now, I'm not going to fight with them about the numbers of the salmon that are here or there because we already know that there is no science in any of these closures. We already all know that, but we'll pretend, we'll play the game. Oh, there's science behind it. We'll play that game, all right? We'll play that game, all right? So right now, who is benefiting from this closure? Who is the number one animal on the planet that benefits from these closures? The California sea lion. California sea lion. Now, I hear people go, oh, they're so cute. They're a sea lion. They're not a cuddly. They didn't give them the name cuddly pillow. They gave them the name appropriate for the animal. Sea lion, because this is a lion of the sea. They're ferocious, they're vicious, they're mean, they're full of diseases. And they eat 35 pounds of fish per day per animal. 
full-grown adult animal. So let's think about this for a second. This is a highly, highly intelligent animal. This animal knows where the bridges are. This animal knows where the streams are. This animal knows where to hunt. This animal is a very, very, very good hunter. This animal spends a ton of time out there fishing, okay? So this animal, hold on, someone doesn't know where to find me. I, I've only been doing this show for full speed for three years, 12 o'clock Pacific Standard Time, Monday through Friday. I know a lot of people in the industry. That's the funny thing about the fishing industry. The fishing industry is so archaic and dinosaurish and they don't know how social media works. It's just a mind boggling. Anybody that spends money on print ads today, you should be spanked. <laughs> this is where everyone goes. This is where everyone is. They're on social media. You don't buy magazines or books anymore to read about stuff. You watch it on social media. Let's be perfectly honest. But uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just being real. But back to what we were talking about. So the California sea lion, super good at hunting, super good at fishing, super intelligent. So what have they just figured out? That these salmon all day, every single day will go to these ladders that were built. If you remember the old show, Jacques Cousteau, the undersea world of Jacques Cousteau, he started showing how important these ladders were to get these salmon up over these dams that we built all over California. Well, the dams were going to stop the salmon from migrating. So Jacques Cousteau and his buddies built these ladders where the salmon could climb up the ladder and then go into the dam and then swim up to the next dam and then go up the ladder. Well, here's the thing that you don't understand and a lot of people don't understand. This California sea lion so well, it's not managed at all. So we can't even say mismanaged because that would mean there was some type of management. There is zero management. So this animal, he being as smart as he is, goes and he sets in the rung of the ladder. Now the king, the biggest sea lion, the most, the largest, the meanest, the most ferocious, the stellar sea lion, he stays in the first rung of the ladder. And then as you go up the ladder, the younger ones, the smaller ones, they got to go up in the other rungs of the ladders. Now, here's the big male sea lion at the bottom of the ladder. He's eating every salmon that comes in there. But what is he doing? He's only taking out the belly. He pulls the belly out, throws the carcass on the bank, and gobbles down the eggs or the smelt. And then he waits for the next salmon to come. Oh, Captain Dave, that can't be real. That's really what's going on. That is really, really, really honest to God what's going on. And now we'll use this number that science has come up with. And we'll just say that there's 1.6 million sea lions in California. We already know the number's way bigger. We already know the number's in the 4 to 5 million number. But we'll use their number just because we don't want to upset anybody. And we don't want to get taken off the air. So we'll use their number. All right. 1.4, 1.9, whatever number that seems to be. In nine months, that number doubles. There's no way to stop it. This animal reproduces all the time. During the three, third trimester of the California sea lion's pregnancy, she gets pregnated. So why she's pregnant, she gets repregnated. She can have two, she has two uteruses, so she can have pups all the time and it never stops happening and it starts to steamroll and it starts to go super fast and it's like mind-bogglingly how fast this animal multiplies. But we don't care about that because that 
They're so cute. This is a, such a cute little animal. So we don't want to harm them. We don't want to hurt them. We don't want to ruin them. But let's just play the tape all the way through, gang. Think about this for a minute. This animal isn't managed in any way, shape, or form. So the number doubles every nine months. It doubles every nine months. Isn't that amazing? I find that just for me, I find it unbelievable. Hold on one second. I just want to show you something real quick and talk about something real fast. Hi guys, this is Dave Hansen from Your Saltwater Guide. I specialize in taking people fishing on the West Coast and I want to introduce you guys to the ABFB series. The unique thing about the ABFB series is that it has an alarm system built into the reel that allows you to free spool the reel without moving the bale. What you do is you just simply flick this lever down in the back. It allows when the bait. Okay, so that reel, that video I made a couple of years ago with my good buddy John Bretz, a president of product development over at Kuma, that reel is crucial to have on your private boat, gang. It's going to help everybody catch fish on your private boat. That bait feeder that I was showing how it's an alarm system. It allows the line to feed off the reel when the reel's in gear. So the line feeds off the reel when the reel's in gear. You can see the whole video over on YouTube. Go to Avenger, Akuma Avenger Series Dave Hansen and you'll just go, oh wow, that's just an amazing reel. You need to have those on your boat, especially if you're trying to teach children how to fish or if you have loved ones that haven't ever held a fishing pole, they need that Avenger series reel on your boat. It's a very inexpensive way to teach people how to fish. And, and I'll get into that whole thing later on. And you can call me, you can text me, you can jump on my website, yoursaltwaterguide.com. I'll teach you all about that reel and how important that reel is to the fishery in Southern California. But let's go back to talking about the California sea lion for a second here. All right. So this California sea lion, during her third trimester of her, she gets pregnated again, so the number doubles. So let's just say their number is 1.2. Next, in nine months, that's 2.4. And then we just double the penny after that. And it gets real scary real fast. Down here in Cabo San Lucas, Mexico, they're all over the place. Sea of Cortez, which those poor fish in the Sea of Cortez they had no idea there was a lion in their ocean. They've never seen that. Well, now that animal's in the oceans in, in the Sea of Cortez, God's Aquarium, or the whoever you believe in higher powers aquarium. That's absolutely unbelievable. Here's where it gets really, really scary. Up in the Sacramento Delta, they're up there all over the place. My cousin, he fishes... He's a pro bass fisherman up there. He says the sea lions are everywhere. Can you imagine those poor largemouth bass? They've never seen a lion. They've never seen a bear. Here's these lions swimming around the fresh water, just scarfing down these poor bass and catfish and sturgeon and everything else. Gang, this is mind-boggling to me. And here's something really weird. My father, giant politician, traveled all over the world. Had went to Washington all the time, went to Sacramento all the time. My sister, she does it all the time. Wayne Coda, he does it all the time. Here's something that they're afraid. Marty, are you okay? Here's something they're afraid of, terrified of. They won't talk about it. California sea lion. They won't bring it up. 
in Washington. They won't bring it up in Sacramento. Why? Why? This is absolutely mind-boggling to me, and it's ludicrous. And if you have the opportunity to go fishing anywhere, this salmon population that we thought we would save by not letting fishermen fish for them, it's getting decimated right now. Absolutely decimated by the California sea lion. It's, it's so sad. Go to Dana Point Harbor. or Let's just go up to San Francisco, Fisherman's Wharf, and think about this for a minute. Up at Fisherman's Wharf, there used to be all kinds of great restaurants on the wharf. Great restaurants. Then some silly sucker decided to build a platform in the middle, right off of Fisherman's Wharf for the California sea lion to hang out on so you could look at the cute little sea lions when you were eating your lunch. Now no one goes there. You know why? Because there's hundreds and hundreds of these sea lions all over this dock that they built. And then the sea lions, so intelligent, they went and they started taking over real docks that people own that aren't for them. They're actually built for people to put their boats in the docks. Now, if you and I went down there to the harbor and we took over someone's dock, we would go to a, uh, we would go to prison. We would go to jail. We would go somewhere that would have a effect on us to tell us to not take over other people's property, to not destroy other people's property. California sea lion, just, we'll just use Dana Point, for example. Dana Point, the city of Dana Point has spent millions of dollars over the last 10 years repairing the docks in Dana Point Harbor. And the only reason they have to repair the docks is because the California sea lions are breaking them into pieces, busting all the docks, go down there, and just the amount of money they spent on yellow buckets. You remember those videos I posted? The amount of money they spent on yellow buckets is amazing. But let's go back. I'm sorry, I get off on a tangent. Let's go back to Fisherman's Wharf. Those docks up there that they put out there, no one will even go to the restaurants anymore because the stench from the feces that are coming out of these mammals is absolutely mind-boggling. The amount of flies, the filth, the death. You have healthy animals crawling up on dead animals on these docks. It's so gross. It's the most unbelievable thing. Then you have birds coming down and, and eating the dead sea lion. And then, oh, and then it affects the food chain and the disease and the filth. And then heaven forbid you have a boat there and the California sea lion crawls on your boat, which they do every single day, all up and down the California coast. Oh, and Monterey, they did that to themselves too. They shot themselves in their foot, Dan. Up there, they built those docks. Now the sea lions have taken over the wharf. They walk down the walkway and they go to the bathroom all over the walkway in front of those restaurants they can't even open anymore because the filth is so bad. And this wild animal has just taken over the California coast. And the solution that our powers to be have come up with is you and me not fishing. That'll fix it. Because these animals are starving to death because the fishermen have taken all their food. No, they're not. They're not starving to death because we took all their food. They're starving to death because the state of California, or, you know, forget that. The United States of America will not allow one sea lion to die of any 
causes. They're not allowed to die of natural causes and they're not allowed. Now, I don't agree with letting them die from man-made causes. I know we have to help them. And I think that's poopy to any animal gets affected by a man-made cause. I know that's not right. And I stand by that 100%. But to not allow them to die of natural causes. There used to be a disease that would help keep that population at a certain level. And that was called lungworms. But we citizens of the United States of America decided that no sea lion shall ever die. So we started vaccinating. I know this is going to blow your mind. We started vaccinating a wild animal back in the late 70s, early 80s to rid them of that disease, lungworm. So now we created a super species gang. And I'm sorry, I'm just telling you the truth. You don't have to believe me. I don't really care if you do or if you don't. I'm just telling you the truth. And you can go look it up. You can Google it. You can go, oh my gosh, they did. They vaccinated a wild animal. I think that's unbelievable. Because nature was set up to take care of nature. And we decided that nature shouldn't take care of nature. So we started vaccinating a wild animal. Yep. We did. And now we created a super species. This is not the species that you read about in the encyclopedia. This is not the species you read about when you Google the California sea lion. When you Google the California sea lion, it's going to say full grown adults going to weigh anywhere from four to 600 pounds. And the average lifespan is 15 to 20 years. Well, we all know that's not right. We all know that this animal gets over 1200 pounds now. And we all know that this animal lives for 20 plus years. And there's animals, there's actual animals, full grown adult males that are so old, their teeth have all fallen out. They have no teeth, but the, the government has decided that he still shouldn't die. So we're, we scoop them up and we take them to these places and we feed them. And if they can't eat, we force feed them. And then we intravenously feed them. And we do the same thing when these animals wash up on the beaches starving to death. That's nature, gang. I'm sorry. Not every animal gets to live. Nature is saying, hey, this animal's starving to death because he's not the fittest animal. He doesn't, he can't survive in the wild. So what do we do? Well, we don't let him starve to death either. We take him and we gather hundreds of millions of dollars of taxpayers' money and also all these save the sea lion. And I just say, what are we saving him from? And they gather all this money and then we feed the California sea lion that can't feed itself because it's not strong enough to feed itself. It's not because me fishing with this to sorrow reel, it's, that's not the reason why this animal isn't making it in the wild. It's not because Dave Hansen caught too many calico bass this year. It's because this animal is not managed in any way, shape or form. Let's take it a step further. Let's think about this for a minute. Let's say you are a rancher and all of a sudden your ranch is getting a bunch of uh, mice on it and you can't kill the mice. You know how many mice, mice have mice and then mice have more mice and then mice have more mice and then the next thing you know, there's a zillion mice on your farm. But you're allowed to manage the mice population. You're not going to let those mice take over your farm. You're not going to. 
but the California sea lion can take over your private property. Let's play the tape a little bit farther so maybe you can understand this a little bit better. Let's pretend there's Kevin Barr, there's Dan Smith, there's Q-Ball. Let's say the four of us got together and we bought some docks, okay? We bought some docks. And why did we buy the docks? Because it's an investment and we're planning on renting these docks out, all right? And then Mr. California Sea Lion and his family decide that they're going to live on the dock. Cue ball says, let's go down there and knock them in the water. Let's go down there and hit them with hammers and shovels and knock them back in the water so we can rent these docks. I go, whoa, 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 cue ball, wait a second. And Kevin goes, I'll just obliterate them. I, I'll, we'll get rid of them. I'll just obliterate them. I go, whoa, whoa, we can't. This animal's got more rights than the when a human. This animal's got more rights than a human. They're the most protected animal on the planet Earth. There is no other animal protected like the California sea lion. Let's just stop for a minute and think. This animal has taken over private property and the federal government of the, of the United States of America says that that animal now owns your property. No, that's wrong. No, it's not. It's the absolute truth. Like I told you, I only have truth. I only tell the truth and I'm telling you the truth. If that animal crawls on your yacht, you have a 90 foot Viking in San Francisco Bay and the California sea lion decides to get on it. I know your instinct is to get them off, but if you get caught harassing him in any way, shape or form, you're going to a federal penitentiary because it's a federal offense to harass the California sea lion. How can this at all happen, Dave? Well, we're going to put the time clock back. We're going to go to 1971 when the Marine Mammals Act was put into effect by at then President Richard M. Nixon. He started this in 1969 and it was put into law in 1971. And it was until, with the part they all miss and they don't read, the Marine Mammal Act was put into effect until the numbers got to a manageable number, and then they could be taken off the Marine Mammal Protection Act. But our government doesn't read that part of it. They just read that the California sea lions on the Marine Mammal Protection Act, so therefore they can't be touched. They can't be managed. Well, those numbers went off the rail 30 years ago, and no one's talking about it, and no one's doing anything. I came up with this idea, thank you, Tim, a long, long time ago because people would say, Dave, you don't have an answer for these problems. I have an answer for everything I talk about. I think about everything and I'm always constantly talking about it. And here's the deal. We do this for cats and we do this for dogs. You need, If you're going to collect these animals off the beaches and you're going to save them, you need to spade or neuter them. That's the answer game. And I've talked to people on the inside that go, well, that'll be way too... It's not. If you took the money we're spending rebuilding docks and marinas and you took the money that we're losing by these animals eating everything that swims and the devastation that they do in the fresh water when they get up into the Delta and down here in Mexico and up in the Sea of Cortez. If you put all that money in the amount of money that they're causing us to spend, spade and neuter is nothing compared to what they are doing. My sister, for example, she owns Dana Orr Sport Fishing in Dana Point Harbor. Her and my brother are constantly spending money 
fixing their docks. And now the, our sport boats have run out of those docks for 50 years. There was never a problem until the California sea lion showed up and you got thousand pound animals laying on the dock, making the dock lean left or right and their wood and then the wood cracks and breaks and then they sink the docks. Same thing happens to all the boats in Newport Harbor and Monterey and San Diego and all over the place where these animals are taken over. And then remember, I told you guys this probably five years ago at the Fred Hall show. This animal eats meat. This animal is called a sea lion. It's not called a cuddly pillow. It's called a sea lion. Sea lions eat meat. And I talked about this five years ago and I said there are way too many of them and they're going to start eating people. And they are. It's documented. People being taken underwater, people being ripped off of docks, people having their arms tore into. Down here, we have a couple of rogue sea lions that are biting children, trying to rip them into the water. They want to eat us, gang. <laughs> don't think they don't. You, if you live in that world, you're silly. These animals are going to start eating us. I don't know how much longer we can let this just free, free for all, let it all happen. I guess watching what's going on up there right now, nothing really seems to, I don't understand anything. But the California sea lion is a meat eater. We are meat, gang. You look at them. I love when people go down on the docks, especially up at, my, at Dana Wharf at my sister's docks there. And they go and they try to pet them. Are you out of your ever? Or down here, they have that one that they, they call Poncho. And you see people trying to take a picture with them while he's on the back of the boat eating all the live bait that the guys wanted to save for their next trip. But they climb right on the boat and get in the bait tank and eat all the bait. And people are trying to get their picture taken with them and trying to give them a hug and trying to put their arm around them. I'm like, are you out of your flipping mind? Look at that thing. It's got gigantic canines like a tiger or a lion because they're called sea lions, gang. This is ridiculous that we have to talk about this every four or five months to let you all understand. Share this with your friends. Share this video. Share this podcast today with your friends. Share it with your buddies. I am just telling the truth. And I'm not trying to, I, lo I love sea lions. If I come back in this world, if I become reincarnated, I want to be nothing but a sea lion. That's what I want to be. Because you know why? The number one thing that scares me is healthcare. I am terrified every single day of healthcare. For my children, for my wife, for myself. The California sea lion is the most protected animal on the planet, and they get free, top-of-the-line health care. Always, always, always. They get free health care. How rad would that be to be a sea lion? I could, If I came back as a sea lion, I would crawl on a 90-foot Viking. That area on the back there where the cushions are, where they sit and watch the jigs while they're trolling, that would be my bed. I would lay there. I'd make sure the boat has misters so I could have that cool water misting on me. And then I would cry like crazy if I saw a human, if I didn't feel good because I knew then they would come down and take me to some center and they would feed me some phenomenal food. I wouldn't even have to hunt. I think it would be totally spectacular to be a California sea lion. Don't you, Marley? Marley, that would be fun, huh? So... I'm not against sea lions. You guys didn't hear me at all. You never understood a word I was saying. 
I'm against mismanagement of any animal on the planet Earth. I think it's sad if you care about sea lions at all, what they're doing to these animals is criminal. These animals shouldn't be treated like this. These animals do not want to be in Monterey Bay. They do not want to be in San Francisco Harbor. They do not want to be in Dana Point Harbor. You know why they're there? These are the homeless sea lions. I'm sorry. I like, <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm just telling the truth. These animals want to be at the rookeries at Catalina, Santa Cruz, San Nick, Santa Rosa, Farallons. They want to be at the rookeries. They want to be out there making more sea lions. They don't want to be in the harbor on a stinky, scummy dock. They don't want to be laying on your yacht. They want to be out there in the rookeries, cruising, having a good time. But why aren't they there? Because there's no room for them. Every rookery has 100,000 more animals than they can have because zero management. Well, Cap Dave, they were here first. No, they weren't. God, that's the dumbest thing ever. They weren't here first. The harbor wasn't even there. They came in because they have nowhere else to go because we don't allow them to die. We don't. We don't allow that animal to die. One thing I can tell you is not everybody gets to live. Not everybody. And I can say that from experience. Both my mother and father are no longer with us. I wish they were treated like sea lions. I really do. They'd probably both be here right now. But they're not. They're treated like human beings. We're disposable, but the California sea lion is not disposable. It is the most overprotected and unregulated animal on the planet Earth. Something has to be done. I don't know how we get this message across to the powers that be. I know it's. I'm talking to a dead audience when I try to talk to them, but Spade and neuterum is the only answer we can really come up with that maybe somebody will listen to because any other thing is violent and we can't talk about that kind of stuff. But back to what we were talking about, how intelligent this animal is. My dad was super duper into this and he was telling me about an animal that they, I can't, I think his name was Clyde or something like that. Big giant sea lion that lived on the, on uh one of the dams up in Oregon. They decided to trap him, get him off the dam because he was eating way too many salmon. They put him on, they put him in, the, they caught him, they put him in the, uh, they put him in the, the holding box or whatever, cage or whatever you want to talk about. They put him on a barge, they towed the barge out. I think it was like a thousand miles or something. They dumped him in the ocean. Then they turned around, they drove that tug and barge all the way back to that harbor in Oregon. And when they got back, guess what? That sea lion was already back in the ladder, sitting there. He beat them back by a couple of days. These are super intelligent animals, gang. They are super smart. They're very, very efficient hunters. And they are absolutely wiping out a lot of fisheries. And in, now that they're up in the rivers and streams and Northern California, Oregon, and Washington, and all the way up into Alaska and down here. You, if you, you want to see something amazing, I saw it firsthand. When they're in the mangroves down here in the Sea of Cortez, and they're actually wiping out these pargo, 
These pargo have never seen. I mean, they get spooked when you go by on your boat. They swim around a little bit. But they've never seen a. They've never seen a a lion swimming around in the water. These guys are just devastating these poor fish. They've never seen anything like this, gang. It's wild that we just think, as a human race, that it's okay. The count the sea lion was there first. No, they. You got to get that mind thought out of your. Mindset out of your mind. I'm sorry. That is not the answer. They weren't here first. Higher power other than ourselves was managing them with uh, the lungworm and starvation and all these things that, that take the population numbers down. But we started messing with Mother Nature and we started doing all this. I'm sorry if I... Normally, I'm super excited and fired up and talking about really fun, cool stuff. But I thought this sea lion thing, because so many people had so much hard times at Catalina this last weekend because of the sea lion. And I turn on the Internet and I listen to these sport boat captains complain. These these animals are out there on the bluefin grounds now. They're not a dumb animal. They're super intelligent. They know where the food is. They're out there now waiting for you to hook one of these two or three hundred pound bluefin. And while you're fighting them, they're tearing pieces of them off. That's incredible. That's an incredibly smart animal. They know so much and they are so smart. And gang, we just cannot let this go on any longer. When when, when you were walking down the dock one day, anywhere, you're going on a tour boat. Maybe you don't even like to fish. And you're walking down and one of these animals grabs your child or your grandchild off the dock and rips them into the water and then eats them. Is that what it's going to take? What will it take? What do you think? Anybody that's watching or listening, what do you think it's going to take? Really, honest to God, what do you think it'll take to do something to change this? Do you, do you think it's going to take one of our children getting eaten? I don't really know. I have an answer, though. People always say you don't have an answer. I have an answer. It's spade or neuter them from today forward. From now on, when we spend all that money trapping them and getting them up there. But, gang, one thing I can tell you is you all need to be involved with CCA. You got to be involved with CCA. We need you. I don't care if you're in Texas, Alabama, wherever you watch me at. Grab that QR code on Facebook and YouTube right now and make sure that you're involved with CCA. Make sure you, we have a voice at the table. And what does it take to be there and have a voice at the table? It takes do-re-mi do, money. And I'm sorry, I don't beg for money. I'm not begging now. I'm just telling you, if you like to fish or if you know somebody on in your family that likes to fish, please be involved. Grab that QR code. Make a small donation. If you can only donate a dollar, Everything helps. It's all working towards making sure that we keep the fisheries open in California. Now you know one of the number one problems in the state of California for fish. It has never been you and me. It will never be me and you with a fishing reel, with this beautiful Akuma Tesoro reel, or that bitch and bait feeder Avenger reel that I showed you. It'll never be that. It'll never be us catching fish one at a time with the rod and reel. We're never going to be the problem no matter what they want to say. Urban runoff and the California sea lion. And there is no other problem except for what they're about to do in Central California. Next Wednesday, we'll delve deep into that.
the windmill system that they're putting up out there, the salad shooter that Tommy Gomes calls them, the absolute devastation of the, the seabirds. If you've ever been up off of uh, Carpinteria in that water out there all the way up to the Oregon border, once you get above Carpinteria and you get off the beach at Santa Barbara and you get above Point Conception and you get out there, there is so many seabirds that you can't even comprehend. The amount of seabirds, the amount of whales, the amount of dolphins, the amount of otters, the amount of California sea lions that are going to be wiped out by these salad shooters. We're going to talk way deep into it on Wednesday, next Wednesday. Make sure you don't miss that show. But gang, please be a part of CCA. CCA is the only voice we have at the table. I wanted to sound the alarm on this sea lion thing one more time. We do it every three or four months just because I really believe in my heart that people are uneducated about what's going on out here in the ocean. And uh, the people that are not managing it but think they're a cute, cuddly little animal and you could never hurt this animal, they don't have ever seen this animal in the wild. This is a gnarly, gnarly hunter. They're very, very good at what they do and they're super they're way smarter than you can even comprehend like I told you about that one that was back at the dam before the the boat with the barge towing it got back that's an amazing animal put him a thousand miles out in the middle of the ocean and he swims right back to the dam before you get back there that's crazy I think it is and what's going on down here with the amount of sea lions in Cabo this animal is called a California sea lion not an Alaska sea lion, not an Oregon sea lion, not a Cabo San Lucas sea lion, not a Sea Cortez sea lion, California sea lion. The most unbelievably, I, I can't use the word misman. I can't, I'm sorry. People are posting misman. Nope, they're not even managed in any way, shape or form, not even a tiny bit. The, the only animal on the planet that's not managed is the California sea lion. So... Uh, that is absolutely incredible. I cannot believe it. But uh, one more thing I want to talk about is what's going on this weekend. The game plans are going to go up on the website at uh, 4.30 tomorrow. You'll be able to see the game plans. If you haven't checked out my website, if you haven't become a member of my website, I don't know what you're waiting for. Grab that QR code. Go over there. I built an app. I spent a phenomenal amount of my own money. I own the website. I own the app. I own everything. I spent my own hard-earned money to build the app. Go find out what an app costs and go find out what an app that holds over 500 videos and shows a live video every day costs. I built that app for all of you so you'll be successful when you go fishing. My website, we're asking you for nine whole dollars and 99 cents a month to be on the best fishing website ever built for anybody. We have over 4,000 members. I try to talk to each and every one of you every single day. Check it out. There's a plenty of people on here every day watching the show that are members of the website. I answer every phone call. I answer every member. I want to make sure that you all have a good chance to catch fish when you go fishing on your private boat. I also make sure that you have the best tackle available, that being the rods and reels that I try to talk about, all the tackle I talk about on the show every week. I try to make sure don't spend any money. Buying anything until you talk to me first. I always tell you that. Don't be afraid to call me. I answer all calls. I, I'm not worried. You're not hurting my feelings. I don't. All I have to do is talk fishing and make videos every day and hang out with my Kelly girl 
and my little monkey. Don't forget, I will be up with my beautiful wife at the Bill Shed Lifetime Conservation Award given away by Anthony Shea on the 3rd of August at the uh, SeaWorld property. We'll start out at the Hubs Research Center. We're going to be at Hubs. That's going to be fun. You get to see the grow or the uh, hatchery program for the white sea bass and the halibut. And then we're going to jump on the sky tram and go over to the park and have dinner on the at the park after hours. You want to get involved in all that? You want to be a part of this? We're selling tickets to my table. Also, all the other tables at the show will be available. You can set with anybody in the industry. You just grab that QR code, call CCA. From that QR code, you can email them. Let them know, hey, I want to go to the show, but I don't want to sit near Dave and Kelly. I want to sit on the other side of the room. They'll make sure of that. I know everybody wants to sit with Kelly, girl. I might have to just sit at a different table. No, I'm just kidding. But we'll be at the show or at the awards banquet, excuse me. And uh, all the money goes to CCA. I talk about CCA almost every day on every show because that's the only voice we have at the table. So you want to make sure you're involved. You want to come to this dinner. Everybody that's anybody in the industry will be there. It's going to be fun. You're going to get to see some cool stuff, some cool people, have a good time, and then have a phenomenal dinner and watch Bill Shedd get this award. And if you want to know who Bill Shedd is, just go to my website, yoursaltwaterguide.com. You can go look at it for free and look at, maybe you just want to know who Bill Shedd is. Go look at the interview I did with Bill Shedd. It's about an hour and 20 minutes long. I did it six years ago. And he opens up big and he lets us all know about him and his father and where he came from and who he is. And he's the owner and creator of AFCO and his father, Milton Sheds, the owner and creator of SeaWorld. Thank you all very, very much for watching us today. I hope you enjoyed the show. Hit the like button. Hit me with some stars. If you agree with anything I said, make sure you leave a comment. Hit the like button. Hit the subscribe button. I cannot emphasize enough how important that like button is. Elliot tells me every day, you forgot to tell him about hitting the like button. I, Because I'm an old man and I don't know how important the like button is, but my social media director tells me that the like button is super important. So hit the like button. Keep watching all my videos. I'll keep making them. I'll keep telling the truth. Whether you like it or not, it is the truth. That's all I got. And... Uh, have a great day, and I'll talk to you all tomorrow. Bye. Oh, that's awesome. Don't miss Thursdays with Saltwater Experience, brought to you by Golden Boat Lifts, every Thursday night from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment.